Hey kids, this is me, Ice Your Robots, and we're back for another super exciting, super fun episode of World Famous. This week, we're going to take a trip to the uh, Oakland Coliseum to take in a baseball game. We're going to open some Yo! MTV Raps cards, some kind of He-Man stuff. We're going to do like, we're going to do like a ton of fun stuff. It's going to be great. We got a new message from Steve Balboni, the Bigfoot Hunter. So, uh, Grandmaster Grandpa, kick the beat. OK, IC Robot, I am on the tech 12 this is one time for your mind. The world's famous IC Robots show. Our guy IC Robots finally has a day off and is taking in a baseball game at the Oakland Coliseum. Man, it's nice to have a day off from that godforsaken moon base. Things have gone downhill so much since I was last there, so it's nice to be here in the sun at the Coliseum. I can hear some boss gags playing now, Bayboy boss gags. This is this is great. I could really though, uh, I could really use like some peanuts or a hot dog, maybe even some Cracker Jacks. Let's, uh, food. Let me get that guy's attention. Hey, 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 over here, over here. Yes, what can I get you? Uh, I'd like a diet RC and, um, well, what, what, do, what do you have in there, like, like other drinks and food and stuff? We have soda. No diet, though. Monster Energy drinks. The blue flavor and Pooptronics food cubes. You don't have hot dogs, dude? You have Pooptronics food cubes? Those things are disgusting. They are really good. We just started carrying them today and they are turning out to be way more popular than hot dogs ever were. So, how many food cubes do you want, my man? I want zero. Zero food cubes. I wanted a hot dog with some mustard. I wanted like, I don't know, dude, I would have taken Cracker Jacks. I wanted a churro. I don't, I don't like, what, what's, what's the deal? Why, why are you guys selling food cubes, but you're not selling hot dogs? That's above my pay grade, buddy. I just carry the thing and sell the food. Let me tell you this, pal. The players like food cubes too. I saw Carney Lansford eating one with Ozzy Canseco earlier. If they want one, why don't you? I mean, it's pretty cool that Carney Lansford was eating one, but I just don't want one. I tried one before when I was at work and it was gross, dude. It was made out of like lint and dust and had garlic powder on it. I don't even know how you guys can be pushing them here. Like, in a world full of delectable treats, what's the deal with selling food cubes? I don't know, pal. Like I said, I just work here. If you don't want a cube, there are people who do so. Hey, food cube, we need some food cubes over here, dude. I'm out of here. Yeah, but what about my Diet RC? Can I, can I, can I have that at least? You can get Diet RC Cola at the concession stand near the toilet. And now back to Santa Rosa. open a pack of weird trading cards. Yo. I'll tell you what, dude. Before we get too far into the um into the trading cards, we're gonna we're gonna get into that in a sec. I had a super duper time at that ball game that we were just uh recording at with the whole with the whole Pooptronics uh food cube debacle. I had like an awesome time though. My my bro and my nephew went with us to the game. They played the uh they played the Texas Rangers and sadly 
our guys, the Athletics, lost, but it was a valiant effort nonetheless. But my um, my bro got like some amazing seats, like the best baseball seats I've ever had in my life. We were like, we were like in the first section. You could very clearly see everything where we were. We were behind a protective net on the uh, side of the Texas Rangers dugout, and every time the dudes on the Rangers came in. They would just, like, toss the ball into the stands. They were, like, tossing balls left and right into the stands. Balls were flying a few times from uh, pop flies. I've never been in, like, that range where there's just, like, balls everywhere. But um, I didn't get one. Nobody in my group got one. They were looking for dudes with ranger hats. You know, if you were on the opposite flippy flip side on the Oakland uh, dugout where the dudes were tossing them in, I would stand a better chance because I had an Oakland hat. The wife had an Oakland hat. We're just, like, ready to go. But um, all kinds of people got balls, which is cool, man. One kid got two. One kid got two balls and gave it to a smaller kid. And then one girl got a ball. A gal got a ball. She picked it up. It landed near where she was. She picked it up and just, like, handed it to some kid next to her. So there were, like, so many balls going around that, like, people were just giving them out. But sadly, I didn't get one. But we had, um, we had a really good time. The Oakland Coliseum gets a bad rap, which I, I feel is, like undeserved to the degree that it it is said it's not like the most state-of-the-art arena by any means but it's hardly a dump people say it's a dump but it's hardly a dump the seats are fine the sightlines are fine there's all kinds of neat concessions they have like the real high-end concessions there all the great stuff you would ever want it's not it's not as like newfangled as a lot of stadiums are it's not like an amusement park it's not six flags it's just baseball it's a baseball stadium, but it's it's nice, and every single time I go there, I have fun, and I had fun this time, and I will continue to have fun as long as the A's are playing at the Coliseum, and if they get a new fancy dancy uh park, that'll be cool too, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna object to that, but uh, what I have here in my hands right now is a pack of Yo MTV Raps trading cards from uh, what company even put these out? They were put out by ProSet. ProSet Music Cards 1991 MTV Network. What we are looking at is a series of trading cards based around like the top rap guys in the 90s. You got like your Cool J's, your Hammers, your KRS ones, all the way down to like your Stetsa Sonic with Daddy O and Brooklyn Bounce. Shout out to uh, Teen Wundle, but they. They would feature mostly the main stars, but there are some cool ones in there. In my opinion, the uh, the ace card of this set is card number... Where is it? It's on the list down here. I'm scrolling down. It is card number... Scroll, scroll. We're going to do some scrolling. I probably passed it up because I was talking and doing this at the same time. Where is the one that I want? Is it even on this page? It might not be the case. I am very unprepared for this, but it's card number 124, which is the rookie card, the lowest number card of KMD, which gave us the uh, the famed MC that goes by the name of MF Doom. Rest in peace. They reminisce over you, MF Doom. Let's let's see what we got in here. Let me boot up the checklist. We have card number 53. That's MC Hammer. We all know him from his awesome song, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him. I, myself, not a giant Hammer fan, despite Hammer coming from Oakland, but I do give him respect. That's not his rookie. Then we have uh, LL Cool J. Number 45, not his rookie. We got Public Enemy. That is card number 60, not their rookie. The rookie is the lowest numbered card. Slick Rick, number 71. This is the Slick Rick rookie card. Not bad. And then we got Vanilla Ice. Vanilla number uh, 
Vanilla number 88. Is this Vanilla's rookie card? Nay, it is not. Then we got De La Soul. This De La Soul is a nice one. It's a black and white pick. I really, I really do like this card. It's number 13. And this is, in fact, the rookie card of De La Soul, which is dope because it's this really sweet black and white picture of the three members. We've got Heavy D and the boys. Card number 40. This is not the rookie of them. Up next is card number 41. Cool Mo D. I used to live downtown, 129th Street Convent. Everything's upbeat, parties, ball in the park, nothing. But girls at the dark, we chill. And this is, in fact, the rookie card of Cool Mo D. So, so far, we got Cool Mo's rookie card, Daylaw's rookie card, and the rookie card of Slick Rick. Up next is another vanilla. This is vanilla number 91, which is not the vanilla card that we want. The rookie card, which is number 86. Then we have 74, which is Super Lover C and Casanova Rudd. This is not a group that I'm ultimately all that familiar with. Let's see. Super Lover C was born in the Bronx and raised in Astoria. Casanova Rudd grew up with C in the Estonia Project, Astoria Projects. They've been working together since 1982. Their debut album is titled Girls. I got them locked. So I guess they lock up girls. So they're not, um, they're not number one in my heart or my mind. I'm actually going to go ahead and I'm going to toss these doubles. Toss into the He-Man garbage can. Don't really want those. But the Slave Rick is dope. The Cool Mo is dope. And mostly, ultimately, what is the dopest card we got in this pack is card number 13. The De La Soul Rookie card. Smooth out, we have the R&B. <laughs> This week in Japanese League Baseball. The Yomiuri Giants continue to roll on. Slugging third baseman Kazumo Okamoto hit a 3-1 homer in the bottom of the eighth to lead his team to a come-from-behind 11-8 win over the Hiroshima Carp. Those same Giants were just a few outs from no-hitting the Carp thanks to a brilliant outing from recent Major League Baseball returnee Shun Yumaguchi. His quest for history was ruined by a solo home run by Tayoshi Noma, who now has just nine home runs in his seven-year career. The Carp win. In other action, Daiki Tajimi of the Oryx Buffaloes pitched seven shutout innings as his team defeated the Chibo Latte Marines 5 to nothing. That is This Week in Japanese League Baseball. That was This Week in Japanese League Baseball. There is only one man who can strike fear in the hearts of the mutants. Only one man with the power to seize control of the tri-solar galaxy. No matter what it takes. Only the most powerful man in the universe, e man This is the Mo2 Minute with the man who sold Kaldor the acid that burnt off his face. I see robots. Hey, this is me, I see robots, and we're back to talk a little bit about uh, Mo2s. Man, Mo2s are all over the place right now. I got some Mo2s at the Dollar Tree. We'll talk about that in a sec. When I say Mo2, I mean Masters of the Universe, a.k.a. He-Mans. When I was, when I was coming up, I always called them He-Man figures. I called them all He-Mans, but, like, nowadays it seems like people call them Mo2s, Master of the Universe, M-O-T-U. So we're gonna, we're gonna stick with that, but I started thinking, like, maybe a lot of you guys who aren't really, like, heavily into the toy game might not, like, you might not know what the M to the O-T-U stands for. So this, this past week, my, uh, my nephew and my bro were in town from Phoenix, Arizona, and one of the things we did was we, 
we went to the Oakland Coliseum to get go see that baseball game. We already we already listened to a, a little bit of that. But uh, on the way there, the uh, the young uh, the young nephew had to use the restroom, and I saw a Target. I saw a Target up along the way, so I was like, "Hey, man, let's just stop there because I'll run over." And see if we can uh, check out some motus. This was on, on on the way to the Coliseum, so we're, we're we're stopping in there. And I ran in, I ran in with him really quick. And while he was uh, while he was relieving himself in the in the restroom, I went to the toy section. And you know how like, you know how like when you first turn in from like the children's clothes into the toys, there's like a there's like a rack with like slimes and things like that, like the, like those kind of toys. On that rack. I found what I have in my hand right here, a very hard to find Motu that I have not seen in Santa Rosa, Windsor, Ronard Park, Petaluma, or any of the other toy stores I frequent. This is a guy who goes by the name of Clamp Champ. Clamp Champ is the heroic master of capture. Let's like uh, dig deep into the uh, into the He-ManFandom.com and see what it has to say about our guy Clamp Champ. Clamp Champ is a fictional character from the Motu franchise. He's a member of the Heroic Warriors. That's the good guys. He is a warrior who wields a powerful clamp weapon, which can firmly hold any opponent. As a master of capture, he possesses tremendous physical strength that is necessary for operating the clamp. He is also a master of stealth with super senses. He acts as a bodyguard to King Randor and Queen Marlena. Clamp Champ is notable as being the only black character in Mattel's original Master of the Universe storylines. It actually says master. It doesn't say masters. That's me reading it directly as it says. But I got a, I got good old CC right here in my hand. And he's one of the more deluxe ones because he's like a figure. Then he also has an accessory, that accessory being the clamp. And he also comes with one spare hand and a spare head. Let's, let's bust this guy open. I have wanted to get into this for the longest time. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. Ever since I came home with it, I've been wanting to bust into CC and see what we got. Make sure this head doesn't fall. There's the head. Oops, there's a piece of the clamp. Let's put the spare hand right here as well. The hand is giving a thumbs up. He comes with a little comic, of course, and also a little instruction booklet. So let's pull the figure out. The figure is on a little bubble as well. Let's pull him out. Try not to crinkle too much. Of course. Of course he's tied down. Let's get those Vidal Sassoon brand scissors. One chop there, one chop there, one around the feet, and he shall be free. Let's release him from his captivity of being in there. He's cool, man. He has a uh, he has blue armor around his chest. Where did I put the clamp itself. Oh, I left the clamp in the packaging. The clamp is pretty big, man. It's probably like, it's like four or five inches. This is a pretty sizable weapon for this guy. Let's see, how do we get it to open and close? Let's take a look at these instruction sheets that we got here. It's basically just like a diagram of our guy Clamp Champ, and it shows like where he can like remove and stuff. Let's, uh, let's put this in his hand right here. Because he has the might to wield the clamp. Clamp Champ was one of the harder to find ones in the original line. I can't say that I've ever, not never, like, seen him in the store. Like, ever. Like, I mean, like, ever. So, this was pretty, pretty cool. I've never even seen him, like, on the secondary market. I've never gone to a toy store and there was good old, uh, CC Clamp Champ himself. But I, I do like him and I'm super happy to have him in my collection. When I find... When I find one of these hard to find ones, I'm just so excited because I feel like I feel like I have 
the original figure from back in the day. So let's see, the, the replacement head is almost like the exact same as the original head. It's maybe like a little grumpier looking, I guess. And the hand, the spare hand is a, it's a uh, left hand. So if you put that on, it gives him like an additional grip. I don't, I don't quite. Oh, you, so you lock the clamp in place back there and then you push the button and it snaps out. Let's do that right now. Did you hear that? Lock it in place back here. And then when he gets close to like, let's say, let's say Beast Man, he goes, take this Beast Man and he locks him up. It also has, it also has a different piece. I think this is actually a hand weapon. Oh, I get it. He can take his hand off and he puts this in his hand. This is like a smaller clamp that he would use for like tighter activities. Like if he was like fighting like really close hand to hand, he would, he would use that overall very well-defined figure. You have articulation at the shoulders, elbows, the hands can rotate, his head can turn side to side as well as around, his his feet move at the angles, he can turn at the waist, he has knee joints. Very, very nice figure that I'm super happy to have in my personal collection because there was no way, not never, I was going to get an original Clan Champ. He can sell for up to like $89.90, $100 loose complete, and I'm just like, I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to spin that, but I would be super happy to pick him up at the store for like 22 bucks, which I did. And now I win again. He's cool, man. I like him. I've seen um, the trailers for the new Kevin Smith uh, Netflix He-Man show. And you can see, you can see our guy CC in there. So it's going to be exciting to get, uh, get some activity out of this guy. He's going to be out there fighting the good fight, knocking Skeletor out, doing whatever. Even though, I think from what I've gathered from the the trailer, they're all on one team. Like, He-Man and Skeletor are teaming up to, like, fight some greater evil on Eternia. I don't really, I don't really know the deets all that well. It's just a trailer I've seen so far. But if that were the case, that would be cool. I'm into it, man. I'm into that cartoon. It looks, it looks good. We'll definitely be talking about that in the Motu Minute in the future. Oh, I dropped the hand and I caught it. It bounced off the desk and I caught it. Let's, let's see what else is going on in the Motu universe. Oh, there are some, uh, He-Man minifigures over at the Dollar Tree. I was at the Dollar Tree this past Sunday and I saw they had Skeletor, He-Man, of course, Orko, Man-at-Arms, and Merman. They were all, like, a couple inches tall. They would make a nice little desk toy, like something to sit on your desk at work. I bought, so far, Orko, Merman, and also Man-at-Arms, because, I don't know, those seem like the most obscure of the three. I figure that, like, He-Man and Skeletor are always going to be on the shelf, because I go over to I go over to Target, and they don't have any other Motus, but they always have He-Man, and they always have Skeletor, which I do appreciate. But I, I think these are neat. They're a dollar. Pretty good for the price. You can't really, like, you can't really scoff. They don't have any articulation. They're just like those little, uh, they're just like, they're just like little, little statues, little figurines. They're not like actual factual action figures. They don't move. But it was kind of fun to go into, uh, kind of fun to go into the DT and see something that I wanted like that. I, I saw an ad, a Facebook ad, and it said that PowerCon is coming up. This is like this big He-Man convention in Anaheim. I think it's Anaheim. And I'm, I'm debating going. We looked into a uh, plane tickets. There's an airport here in Santa Rosa, a very small airport that flies to LA. And you can get tickets right now to LA for like $49 if you book them. That's like both ways. So it's like a super bargain. So we're, we're debating it. If we had to drive there, it's like a nine, eight, 10 hour drive. But if you fly there, it's like 45 minutes. So we're thinking maybe we might go like, 
When I say we, I mean me and the wife. We might fly down in the morning, go to the power con, and then just fly back at night. That would make me feel like a real jet-setting superstar. There's going to be all kinds of panels and figures and stuff. Do you think that would be fun? If you were me, would you go? Hit me up on the tweets. Hit me up at Robots on the tweets. Facebook.com backslash Robots. Hit me up there and let me know. If you were me, would you go to PowerCon? The Curious Adventures of Steve Balboni Bigfoot Hunter Alright guys, we are back for another super exciting, super fun episode of Steve Balboni, Bigfoot Hunter. Steve Balboni, as you know, is the all-time Major League Baseball uh, leader in home runs, triples, doubles, stolen bases, I think also outfield assist. I don't know, dude's great. He's in the Hall of Fame, he's in the Yankee Hall of Fame, he's in every Hall of Fame one could ever want to go into. And if things uh, turn out like they're, look like they're turning out, he's soon to go into the uh, Cryptid Hunter. Hall of Fame. Dude went out there, and it seems like he has discovered a Bigfoot village. Well, guess what? We were lucky enough to get another message from Steve Balboni. I mean, we've been lucky in the first place to get anything from somebody of such a high-caliber, professional, career-type stuff, and the fact that, like, he's sharing all this with us, it's amazing. It's fantastic. It's terrific. Let's, uh, let's take a quick sec here, and we're gonna play the message. I got it on my answering machine. Let me, let me cue that up. Okay, hit it. This is me again. Steve Balboni. We're uh, back from the Bigfoot village with many interesting baubles as well as photos of the creatures. Soon we're off to Europe to share our findings there. I, I want to thank you for sharing our quest as well as for your support. I'm considering renting a submarine and heading to Loch Ness in search of the beast below the surface. If we do, I'll uh, let you know. Well, my guys... There you have it. Steve Balboni is back. It sounds like he's in New York again. Good old NYC, his hometown, his favorite place to be. And he uh, he's going to head to Europe soon, which all great explorers do. He's going to head to England. He's going to head to Cambridge, probably, to show off whatever these random baubles that he got from the Bigfoot Village. I cannot even imagine. What's, what's weird to me about this whole thing? I mean, a lot of it is weird to me. I mean, the dude went out there and he discovered Bigfoot, which is essentially, like, the greatest discovery since, I don't know, man, uh, penicillin. I know not, but none of this is getting covered by the mainstream media, the dreaded mainstream media. But, uh, that still, it surprises me. It surprises me that he's not even on, like, the less mainstream media. Like, your Art Bells on your, uh, George Neary's on your, uh, various cryptid podcasts and stuff. It's very odd. It's very odd to me that I haven't seen this even on, like, the local news. Why isn't this the biggest story in the world? I... I feel like there may be some kind of a suppression attempts going on, but nevertheless, you guys are getting it here from me, Icy Robots, and the world's famous uh, Icy Robots show, so you're in the know, dude. You're in the know. When people talk about Bigfoot, when they bring up Bigfoot, you can go, well, you know, Steve Balboni, Major League Baseball great, he discovered Bigfoot many moons ago. It's a fact. He came back with uh, baubles and trinkets from the Bigfoot Village. Him and Donnie Baseball were out there doing Bigfoot stuff for many, many a moons. He survived... He has pictures. Now they're hanging at the Museum of Bigfootology at Cambridge University. It's amazing. It's astounding. This is this is really great. I gotta I gotta give it up to Steve Balboni, man. Thanks for 
Thanks for hanging and clanging with us all this time. Thanks for sending these messages in. Thanks for just, thanks for thinking of me. Thanks for thinking of the little guy. I realize you're a big star, you're a zillionaire, you're one of the all-time greats, and it's just, it's really nice that you would think of somebody small-time like us here at World's Famous. So, I hope that when you, when you head down into the depths of the Loch Ness, I hope that you think of us again, you send us some more recordings. I would love to know. I have, I've been curious about the Loch Ness monster for many a moon, so maybe when you're over there in Europe, you can take a dip over the Scotland. Let us know what you find. I would appreciate that. Until that day happens, let's let's move forward into the show. Shout out to Steve Balboni. Shout out to Donnie Baseball. And have a delicious food and or vegetable flavoring sprinkled on top. Booptronics Frankfurt Cube. Available at the Wawa, Mervis Little Super and the Little Market over by the school. Booptronics Frankfurt Cube. I'm here at one with nature, clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts, getting myself prepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I've forgotten what it's like to lose. This is world famous. We DC robots. We making major cash, making fools major mad. Do you play your haters? Don't really know the half. That is definitely for sure true. You player haters don't really know the half. But uh, I've been going on some good hikes lately, man. I've been getting out and about into the world. The weather, the weather is appropriate. It hasn't gotten, it hasn't gotten too hot yet. It's warming up. But uh, if you wear your sunscreen, if you wear a hat, if you bring a buff to, uh, you know, keep your neck from getting all red, you'll be fine. At this point, at least, I. I had my nephew in town, like I said, and one of the things he wanted to do was he wanted to see redwood trees. That's one of the, uh, that's one of, like, the signature landmarks of our area with a redwood empire, blah, blah, blah. If you want to go to, like, a, like, a park that is, like, exclusively redwoods, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, like, a 45-minute drive. Plus, you gotta pay to get in. Plus, it's, like, a tour thing. This is, like, Armstrong Woods and, like, Doran Woods or whatever, whatever it's called. But we do have some here in Santa Rosa. They're actually all over the place. I have one, like, right next to my house. But he wanted... He wanted to see, like, big ones. Like, big ones. Like, big, fat ones. And I did know of some out in Annadale. That's the state park that I, I hike about in. So we decided to, we decided to go there and, 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 like, venture into the park. And it's, like, a few miles in when you get to, like, this nice redwood grove. It's not far at all. It's, like, a little bit slightly uphill at points. But it's, like, it's, like, nothing. It's fun. It's a nice, friendly hike. A lot of it is in, like, these shaded wooden groves and you... You're covered and it's nice. It's very, very, very pretty. When you think like deep woods, when you think like indoor, this is what they're what they're talking about. So we we got out there and we looked at them and that was that was cool. On the side tip, I went to that uh that Keebler elf hole in the tree where I found that bag of stuff the other day to see if maybe it was still there. I was just curious how the story was gonna turn out. And you know what? It was gone. So I don't know if one of you guys went up there and grabbed it or whatever, but it is it is off to a better life. That's the end of that story. I always like to tie things up. I introduced something in another episode, I'd like to tie it up if possible, if I possibly can. So there you go. That one's tightened up. But on the on the way back, we saw a deer, like a mommy deer, and a bunch of um bunch of like various little baby deers and stuff and that was pretty cool he got some good pictures of those we went up a thing we had we had to go like up like going up and to the uh i believe it's the north i think i'm not sure but you have to go in that direction to get to the car that's the quickest way back we went up this thing and he almost slipped off a cliff like his foot went off the side and i had to hook him with my arm and this was after me saying hey 
hey, stay more toward the middle. Stay toward the middle. Walk on the inside. Walk on the inside. I was trying to get, like, around him. It wasn't, like, a major fall. Like, he could have broken his arm or broken his leg or something. It was, it was like, down into a ravine, and it would be hard to get him out, right? It was, like, pretty far down. It'd be hard to get him out. We'd have to get, like, a ranger with the rope. So I was, I was glad I got a hold of him and saved his life, but, uh, homie kept drifting toward the side, and I kept saying, stay on the other side, but at any rate, we had a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of fun, and what's a, what's a hike, you know, if you don't get, like, at least, like, a little bit scared by something that happens, like, you see some kind of a weird animal, or you almost fall off a thing, or you almost fall on your face, that's, that's what makes a real-life adventure fun, there has to be, like, some degree of risk, now you hope that you have little risk as possible, and that you maximize your safety and the risk, but, you know, there's always a risk, and that's what makes it, that's what makes it more fun than playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, even though I do see how that is fun too. I do play my I do play my PlayStation baseball. So it's all all good in the hood. Let's see what else is going on. Let's uh let's pull our animal spirit guide card so we can find out what the um what the advice from the animal kingdom is this week. And the card we have pulled is the spirit of the Wolverine. And the spirit of the Wolverine says, you're a lot tougher than you think you are. And that is definitely true, man. When you get tested, when something bad happens, you will discover that you have a strength deep inside of you that you did not think is there because ultimately you will do anything you have to do to not get hurt, anything you have to do not to uh, not to meet the ultimate fate and float up into the, uh, the heavenly gates, which would be fine, but like... You hope to, uh, you know, keep that as far in the future as, as possible. I hope, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We're getting near the end. We're gearing up to get to the finish. I hope you had a good time. We, uh, we learned about Steve Balboni. We opened some Yom TV Raps cars. We found out more about Pooptronics Food Cubes. They now sell them at the Oakland Coliseum, as whack as that was. But they're also, they are also available at the Wawa, that little store down by the school, and Merv's Little Super. I don't recommend that you buy one, but... I had to get the information out there. I'm just trying to, uh, trying to keep everything straight. I'm trying to think, is there anything we want to touch on before we get up out of here? Oh, the flea market here is open. You say, now I know what you're saying. You're like, I see robots. You go to the flea market every week. But the flea market that we had here was like a, uh, like a smaller one than the usual one. And the usual one is now coming back for the first week ever there's going to be a flea market at the Veterans Building. This is a big, big, big locale compared to the uh, small parking lot that it has been in now. I heard there are over 100 people booked with tables, including the cowboy. The cowboy's back in effect with his big boxes full of random stuff strewn over a 200-yard area. I have seen a lot of other vendors that I recognize. Max, the comic guy, all these guys are on the little chart, and it's going to be super-duper fun, and I can't not wait. I will tell you all about it when we, uh, when we return. I, I do think that in some ways I will miss the smaller flea market because I did find a lot of fun things there. I had a good time. This was over on Santa Rosa Avenue. I had a good time. I found a lot of stuff and it was smaller. So it was over quicker, which was nice, but, uh, it'll be fun to be back into the, uh, into the big leagues of flea market. The world's getting back to normal, dude. Everything is going great. So until we meet again, this is me, Icy Robot saying, uh, I don't know, man. Have a good week. Spirit of the Wolverine, you have more strength than you ever knew you possess. All right, um, Am, bring in the organs. And you know I got to have that. Some people, some people, some people, some people, some people listen for history. Some people listen because they want to.
on a mystery Some people listen, then say we're whack But if they miss the show, they get the heart attack Now look at you, you're sitting there, bite your lip The whole world sees you as a hypocrite Live out the first law and make yourself preservation If the show doesn't help you, change the stage If you don't want peace in the world Love, peace, and happiness, and an endless world If all you want to do is keep the whole world back You're the one that's whack Your slick blow. Making fools major mad. This has been IC Robots Radio production. IC Robots Radio is a listener supported in day R. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week.